Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yo, what's up? Alt in our stars podcast time. Today we are talking 2016 music, specifically alternative and rock and indie music, whatever you want to call it. That's the general sort of theme of this show. My name is Chris Payne. I'm your host. And today I had two very esteemed colleagues from around the Billboard office, probably two of my favorite people. There's a lot of great people in the Billboard office. These are two of the greatest. Emily White and Kevin Rutherford, both of the charts department. If you're into the the sales, radio, talk, charts, discussions sort of side of things, I think you'll be very, very happy with this podcast. We talked about a lot of that stuff, but, you know, as we always try to do, we try to balance it out with, you know, the the part about the music, you know, that the, uh, the artistic side of things, you might say. So I think we had a good balance of different kinds of banter in this podcast. If you are a fan of Weezer, you will definitely not be disappointed. We, If you have strong fa- feelings about them, either way, you will probably enjoy this. Talked about what they have in store for 2016. Talked about what we're expecting as far as new music from LCD Sound System, from Radiohead, from the 1975 from Paramore, from The Killers, from M83, lots of stuff. I learned a lot talking to these people. I hope you do too. This is Alton R. Stars 2016 Music Preview Edition. Enjoy it. Hey, so I am here at Billboard with a couple guests from the world of charts at Billboard who also are the uh, the experts in terms of rock and alternative music. One first-timer on the podcast is Kevin Rutherford. Hello. Uh, Surfwax83 on That's Twitter. Right. That's your handle. <laughs> That's right. That's absolutely not a, a Weezer reference. What are you talking about? Uh, we I feel like some Weezer talk might or definitely will be happening in the next hour or so. It ha- it's, it's on brand for me. It has to happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> This is Emily White, who's been on the podcast before. Hello. (laughs) So we are here to talk about new music for 2016, all sorts of things. I want to talk about big bands, small bands, stuff we're excited for, stuff we hope comes out, stuff we hope doesn't come out. No, I'm kidding. There could be some shots fired, though. Well, let's see what (laughs) happens. Let's see what happens. Maybe we have differing opinions on whether we hope Weezer comes out. 
Uh, probably. Uh, well, we've got Storm Jonas on its way. Yeah, this is uh, for contact for context. This will you're you're listening to this now. If you're listening to it on the first day, it is a week since we have spoken. Since we are speaking right now, so you're listening in a post Jonas world, and we're living in a pre Jonas world. Mm-hmm. And uh, pre how much how many albums will Panic at the Disco sell this weekend? World because we don't really know yet. In the rock world, that is a big thing. Well, you know, the the snow's going to keep the people from the stores. Uh-oh. You know? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That, that northeastern panic <laughs> at the disco su- support group. Yeah. The fans. Sorry, Brendan, we can't make it to Best Buy. <laughs> oh, my God. I, the, the teens are down with that. I think, no, I think yeah. that is the, a big hashtag which, teen Which could album. explain why... Uh, this album's gonna probably do really, really well. They keep doing better with each album. I mean, like, well, well, take that back. You know, the first couple albums they did very well. The first one it, went double platinum. Yeah, and then the third album I think was Vices and Virtues. Yeah, you know, what year I, was the th- first album? Oh five. Yeah. Okay, so we're like over ten years. Yeah. Although mm-hmm. Kevin's right though, because you you were saying like more and more success in terms of like first week sales because yeah. they were not a huge deal the first week that that a fever you can't sweat out oh, came out. Not. It was a slow burner. So this week yeah. when they sell like whatever it is like a hundred predicted it was like a hundred eighty projected figures in, in the pre Jonas world. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Who knows what will happen this weekend. So they're projected to have their biggest sales week ever. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, which is really interesting because I think, you know, again, Vices and Virtues, I don't think even broke 100,000 in its first week. But uh-huh. I think the last album did. The last so, one sold something like 90, around 90K. Was it 90? Its yeah, first week. So, so this is almost Got a little that. better. And now this one, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's just on the strength of these uh, songs coming out on digital and, um, you know, streaming. And they just keep on sticking around on the charts. And you're just like, really? Because, like, some of these songs aren't even doing anything on at radio that much. But well, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, what about the Hot 100? Like, do they have any, like, Song. No. What's oh, weird though is having it, any sort of reaction. You, yeah. If you look at their chart history on Billboard.com, both of them premiered in the Hot 100 one week. I think one was premiered at 60, so it just shot up at a you know that's pretty typical out of first nowhere. Week. And yeah, then, like, you get that nowhere, first week huge. Week. Yeah, you get a you know the sales bomb, the streaming bomb from that first mm-hmm. week. But if then you aren't then picked up by major you know radio station play, so you're not no going to have that slow burn yeah. or traction to to you know get you back on the chart or further up the chart. Mm-hmm. Most right. major pop songs have a huge drop off after the first week. I see so, for sure. You know. Yeah, but this song um, "Emperor's New Clothes" is the is like the big one, and that isn't even a single yet. But it seems like if they don't release it as a single next, like mm-hmm. they're kind of dumb, frankly, because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this is a song that keeps keeps sticking around, in yeah. it, which is kind of crazy. Um, well, cause... so do you think it's a new set of teens that are into this, or is it yeah. the old fans? Um, I've been to it shows like and it's new teens. Yeah, it's absolutely. Teens. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like when I went home over the over the break, I. I Hung out with some some, some teens. For, for the listeners, uh, where's home for you? Uh, home is home is Ohio, Ohio, um, Dayton, Ohio, and uh, yeah, they're really in a panic of the disco and Fallout Boy right now. In, in Twenty One Pilots, but that's mm-hmm. also partially because they're from Columbus. Yeah. So I think we kind of have to like them yeah. anyway. But yeah, everybody's really into that right yeah. now. Sure. F- Fuel by Ramen has a strong grip on this that's high school. Exactly Dayton, what I was Ohio. about to say. <laughs> And now exactly. we got Paramore coming up, and it's just going <laughs> to tighten it. 
is, is it high school like sponsored by <laughs> underwritten by fuel by ramen it feels like when i was in high school it's kind of crazy it was like it's they're back again it's high school wow. sponsored by red bull and fueled by ramen <laughs> so also in addition to panic bowie had a first uh had a really good first week basically having the same sort very similar sales and streaming numbers equivalent sales as, as panic so we Whoa, do have did you just find a way to relate david bowie to panic at the disco I did, I did. <laughs> what, a, what a world oh. what a time. actually panic is projected for a little bit more so <sighs> panic at the disco better than david bowie is is my <laughs> but where i was going with this was that, like <laughs> the first two big selling album debuts of 2016 have been you know rock artists well, yeah. very dis- disparate rock artists mm-hmm. I get that Black Star is kind of a stretch calling it a rock album. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in, in terms of like charts Jazz and rock. labeling things and like yeah. what they mean in that sense, like two quote rock albums. Yeah. Which was able to unseat Adele's 25, yes. which had spent multiple weeks in a row at number one. So, yeah. Yeah. So l- let's look forward to 2016. Let's look through what's ahead. What are some, some, Alternative and rock releases that we're excited for that we also think like wow could could sell some stuff could move some move some units as they say. <laughs> well, I think uh, if you're going by something that's actually going to sell really going to sell records, the big one right now seems to be 1975. Um, the first three songs they've released have done incredibly well like first week in terms of like when the song comes out you know how are the downloads doing uh every sing each song so far have um or actually i think the no wait this, sorry I, I think the new one may not have debuted yet or it has or it's going to either way you know they're doing very well and they're also doing super well at radio which uh the last album you know it, it did fine it wasn't wasn't a huge hit by any means but you know they, they were there uh, Love Me is the first single, and it's already it's already up, I think, 18 at uh, Alt-Rock, and uh, highly doubtful it's going to stop there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and not just that, but I think I, I saw a lot of critical acclaim for that song, too, when it came out. You know, I saw a lot of people putting that on, you know, maybe not like top 10 best of lists, but like mm-hmm. if someone went a little deeper than that, they're like, yeah, absolutely, this is this is a song. I, I, it's I a dig. cool song. It sounds like In Excess. Yeah, like a lot for sure. Which is chill. For sure, I'm, yeah, I'm okay with that. And some of the other songs so far have have definitely had that 80s, which is yeah. kind of funny because you know, 1975, like oh, there's a 70s band, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, definitely not. Uh, JK, it's ironic. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it seems like uh, it seems like that one's going to be the big one um, over the next. Uh, I think that's how is that end of February, so I think about a month from now. Yeah, I have it right here. the uh, The album. First, this album title is called. Oh yeah, we even got that. It's called uh, the name of the 1975 album is "I Like It When You Sleep," for you, for you are so beautiful yet unaware of it. That's the name of. I the, like the it album. when you sleep, for you are so beautiful but unaware of it. Yet so unaware of it. Yes. It's, uh, put that it's, out it's there. Like, Dudes are always like about the like you're so beautiful but you yeah. don't know it. I really, yeah, I saw that and I immediately thought of what makes you beautiful in one direction. I was just like, oh, this is is the indie version Uh, of that song. Yeah. But it's also like slightly creepy. Basically needing. I'm watching you sleep. Needing more more words to say the same thing and making it 200% creepier. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. For sure. It's Uh, that February 26th. 26th, there we go. 
but yeah, that seems like the big one, and um, this seems like this could be their moment. Um, really, especially with with Love Me, the, the first because they actually have a fan base. They're they're a band that they had the hit Chocolate, right? That yes. was their song. That was that. So you know they, they have stuff out there. They have albums and EPs. Mm-hmm. They seem like a festival band. In my Definitely, mind. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's interesting that they could do sell well a new rock band that already has like some some fan base going for it because i feel like a lot of the hit like the rock songs you see on the hot 100 these days they're more from bands that kind of have that one hit wonder vibe or you mm. feel like it's headed that way artists that are known for basically one song and are no you, one really uh, knows much about who they are and then sure. they're talking disappear. about shut up and dance emily way is name and names <laughs> the, i think the the, the biggest the biggest one that comes to my mind for that is uh, Rude by Magic. Mm-hmm. Like, there's that. Yes, Wait, I mean... I don't think we counted that as a rock it's, band. It's not, you know, not by Billboard standards. Yeah. Yeah, not, even by Billboard, not even by Billboard standards. No, yeah. I, th- I, th- I thought it That's was a reach. Least, like, really. I thought it was yeah. on, like, a rock chart or an alternative chart. No? They, uh, it was, like, a straight-to-pop sort of deal? Yeah. yeah. Huh. For sure. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing that back. Oh, God. And yeah, there's like them, and yeah, like I think it's 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 definitely possible that there could be like another big hit from Walk the Moon, but they're the sort of artists where outside of their super fans, people who know that song like inside and out from just you know it being everywhere, they tend to not know anything about the people in the band, right. like who they are, yeah. what they look like. It's just like, yep, yeah, this the band that does that song. Yeah, they don't have like that cult of personality kind of thing around them. I heard it at a wedding this summer. It was a good wedding song. Yeah, it yeah, out. it's a good yeah. wedding song. It's a very forceful song. It's like, yeah. damn it, we're getting married. It's very, it's very, <laughs> it's very like, very like intense. Dance, come on, and, like, dance! Like, my yeah. God, you gotta dance with me. We're getting married. This is serious. Yeah, have fun. They're doing the electric slide. <laughs> I want you out on the dance floor right now. Yeah, it does kind of feel like that. And I, and I think the the fact that the the, the follow up songs haven't really done. Uh, I mean, the, the, the follow up different colors is okay, but you know, it definitely seems at, mm-hmm. at the I, moment yeah, it seems sort of flashing. I pain. couldn't hum it for you. Yeah, know. yeah. I could just because it was in a commercial. I forget what the commercial was, but uh. Anyway, and, and I think yeah. it might be kind of early to say it's well, not be, might be it definitely is, but you know, El King's kind of the same way. You know, had that one big. That's mm, a good, yeah, yeah, that's a good example. And you know, is anything else off that album going to do anything? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the second single's coming out right now to all radio. We'll, yeah, we'll see. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. and I mean, these artists can definitely put out like a future. Like the next album has another hit, so I don't think it's yeah. fair to say one big hit on this album and like Walk the Moon or El King or whoever is done but like yeah. based off of like Curious what we, to see though based off of the trends we've seen in the past it certainly seems like a, a possibility as far know? as as far as like pop crossover In, like you know like you know alt leaning pop songs yeah that. right Bastille Pompeii Bastille, probably another yeah. one yeah who remembers Bastille uh, that's kind of it's already. just like a band of gonna... white guys who put out a hit song and people yeah them we can talk about Imagine Dragons They've had a few hits though. That's true, right? Yeah, they've had Aside from yeah. Def- this one definitely didn't do as well as the yeah, no, last year. You know, it's yeah. definitely yeah. So yeah, who knows? Mm. It's rough out there for a rock band. It yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see like 1975 going back to them. At least they're improving on. So far, it seems like how the last album did in terms of uh, 
radio play in terms of like single sales too so who knows maybe this will be like the big one for them and then the next one won't do anything yeah. I, Okay, can yeah. I can I talk about something that won't do well numbers wise? What's a great uh, album? Yeah, I wanted to take a break for a song. We can do that. Let oh, me just yeah, say yeah. like how about we play some of this new nineteen seventy five? What was the single we were really excited about? Uh in excess. <laughs> <laughs> the one that sounds like in excess. I guess we'll listen to Love Me. Love Me. Nineteen seventy five. Here's a little bit. All right, can I talk about a rock album uh, that came out today that probably will not sell a lot? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Ty Siegel um, with Emotional Mugger. Um, I want to say this is his his eighth solo album, but it's very hard to keep track of him because he it's like has one his a work. Year. Well, it's like well, he, but he also has like he plays with Fuzz. Like he had the Ty Siegel. Like, he had the like the Slaughterhouse record. He does stuff with Muggle Cronin. Like, he's in other bands and stuff, so it's hard to say, like, how many of the albums are his solo albums versus work yeah. he's in. But, yeah, um, he has, like, an incredible output. It's funny because, like, post-David um, Bowie passing, it's hard to, like, not look at anything through, like, a David Bowie lens. Okay. I feel like all music I Panic- I just to. I made a, a mean Panic at the Disco David Bowie connection. <laughs> Whatever. What it's impossible mean. to avoid making David Bowie connections. <laughs> but it's like I'm thinking about like David Bowie's like seventies output and like the only person that can like really rival that in terms of like how often they put out music that's okay. consistently really good is Ty Siegel. Um this album's very weird. Um it's definitely different. When you're Ty Siegel and like you're trying to make music within the constraints of like garage rock, it's hard to like how do you innovate within that? And I think he like actually found a way to do it. Um it's like dirty, sleazy glam rock this time and it's really good. So it just came out today, which the day we're recording this is we're still in a pre-Jonas Storm world. Um It's the 22nd, January 22nd. Um, So Emotional Mugger out today. That's on my list to listen to eventually. Yeah, let's talk about, yeah. For sure, but sorry. (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about some more of the uh, the more like punk and DIY and smaller releases that are coming out that we're really amped for. Uh, The Day This Runs, which is the 29th, Speak in the Future, we're premiering album. So check it out right now from a band called Two Inch Astronaut. I feel you're a big we fan. We are. Of them. Yeah. I booked them when I was in college. <laughs> <laughs> they, they played in our, the basement of our spiritual center <laughs> at American University. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So have you heard any of the album? You? I haven't heard it yet. I mean, I've heard the songs. Yeah. Check it out. That. Billboards.com right now. Happening. Two Inch Astronaut album premiere. What about Big Ups? Because they're on the same label, Exploding in Sound. Um, Big Ups is probably like the band that I've seen the most live without actually meaning to see them the most live. (laughs) (laughs) No offense to Big Ups. Like, I I like Big Big Ups a lot, but they are like so hardworking. They play so many shows. It's insane. So, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Have you heard of the new album at all? Uh uh. 
It's, I think, it's, it's their second album, I believe. Second full length. That feels right. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's some really heavy bass lines, some, like, thundering drum. I really like how this, this album is produced. I guess you probably call it, like, a post-punk kind of sound. Mm-hmm. Kind of this, the front man kind of alternates between sort of spoken word then back to screaming lots of really good stop start loud to soft kind of stuff going on awesome yeah let's play some of this uh this big ups album so you can know what we're talking about this is big ups What about St. Lucia, Kevin? I feel like you were really amped for this, because I am too. Yeah, no, I, uh, that last album, When the Night, was uh, one of my favorites of uh, 2013, I guess it would have been. And uh, they've released, I think, four songs now from this thing, and uh, it comes out um, next week now, I guess, by the time this comes out, I think it'll possibly be out. But uh, this thing is just gonna, this thing's gonna rule. It's called Matter, and... uh, yeah, you know this this album. I think uh, the uh, the singer said that you know the last album he kind of did mostly himself. Yeah, but he uh, kind of finished it up a little bit with a producer named Chris Zane, who did a lot of the Passion Pit albums. Sorry, Zane, what Zane? <laughs> oh, maybe later. Um, and uh, this time, I think he kind of worked with him more throughout the whole thing, as well as including the rest of the band, uh, his touring band, I think, uh, in the recording process. And uh, so far. Um, it sounds great, you know. The, the first single, uh, "Dancing on Glass," "Dancing," "Dancing on Glass," "Dancing on Glass." I wasn't dancing in glass. "Dancing on Glass." It's uh, going up at radio, which is kind of okay. Cool. You know, that's that's the first one for them, I think. Um, um, so I have actually never listened to Saint Lucia before. So, like, how? What does it sound like? Like, what are the well? What are the comparisons you would? Make? I uh, I told a, a group of um, visiting college students. I was there. there. Um, I said that in a uh, post-Shut Up and Dance world, I think this is is an album that could succeed, a band that could succeed. You know, they're very, very 80s, just like 80s to um, possibly a fault for some people. You know, if you're just like, okay, we get it. Um, I love that, so I'm I'm cool with it. But, uh, you know, very 80s, very... uh, The first two albums are very tropical, I think, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Although he has said uh, Jean-Philippe, Grubler, how do you say his name? Yeah, he's South African. Yeah, South African. Jean Philippe. Jean Philippe. Um, Yeah, yeah, I've actually heard his name. I'm just like, oh man. Uh, (laughs) He said that this is, if that was tropical, this is more of a desert album. So it's um, interesting to kind of see where that goes. But uh, Hmm. yeah, I I described the album similarly the way you did, uh, Kevin, yesterday to a friend. I was telling him I would describe it as synth pop, you know, in the. Tradition that started with bands like New Order and Pet Shop Boys, so 80s. Yeah. And the thing is, I think if someone told me that now, I would kind of not be too excited just because there's so, so much stuff out there now on, like, 
alternative radio and in commercials and whatnot at festivals Mm -hmm. that sounds like this but i really do think this saint lucia album is like the apex of all of that absolutely when you like put the like listen to this on really good speakers or headphones listen to all the tracks going on in this mix all the instruments like he i also compared it to the way that lcd sound system james murphy will start very minimal with the song and just have like a beat and like layer in instrument after instrument yes so like like there's this other song on the uh this the other single on the saint lucia album um, uh, this new one love somebody love somebody love yeah. somebody yes where it's it starts off like that it's about almost like a six minute song starts off with a beat layering instruments some bass some keys yeah. this you know all these crazy drum fills by the last minute of it ends yeah. with a flute solo <laughs> that that like kind of escapes out of this like oh, yes. bulk flute of solo. all these other sounds. Uh, yeah. Sold. <laughs> yeah, the crescendo on that song is is yeah. so worth it. Like, oh my gosh, when I first heard that. Yeah, and, and it reminds me actually that the the last album September uh, is is a September jam. is a, September is such a jam. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my but that's God. also a great example of like the layering and just just mm. keeps building and building. You don't think it can get bigger, and then it does, and when it finally breaks, it's just oh man. Yeah. So like you were saying, in a post shut up and dance world, I think this album does you know has a chance. I think I mean yeah. I think it'll get good reviews. Hopefully, get them some good looks of festivals and commercials and whatnot. But you were saying you think it could do pretty well at radio. Yeah, um, right now um, it's kind of bubbling under the alternative songs chart for radio. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been there, I think it's the second straight week where it's kind of been that bubbling under sort of situation. Um, I think by the end of it, it'll end up at least getting on the chart. Nice. And I think once it really gets on that chart, I think, you know, the more people, you know, add it uh, to mm-hmm. radio playlists, I think the, the more it's going to take off. I really do. Cool. Um, and I think if this one does well, I, like I said, you know, there are other songs on that album that could also do really well as singles. So, you know, I think as long as this one starts off well, you know, we could see some really good stuff nice, for them nice. this year. I hope. Fingers crossed. We're rooting for them. Yes. Yeah, let's play some of this new fantastic St. Lucia LP. This is Dancing on Glass. some St. Lucia there. I just mentioned LCD Sound System in talking about St. Lucia. In case you haven't heard, they're back. <laughs> and uh, actually, I, I read a really good piece today by uh, this guy, Chris Melanthi, who writes a lot of really insightful charts-related stuff for Pitchfork and other places. And he dove into the idea of LCD with sales and charts and how James Murphy has kind of hinted that he really does want to have like a big hit song and that's something that he's into so what do you guys think do you like how do you think this new lcd album will sell do you think it could have a hit do you think it could top the charts sales wise um they wanted a hit maybe <laughs> sorry and also this article, <laughs> Malamfi just lays on like quotes <laughs> i saw that i saw that piece uh in my feed i haven't read yeah, it yet um but always excellent writing from him um I yeah I think so I think because the 
when they broke up, it brought them more attention. Like yeah. they really did break up at the peak. And so I think like it brought them a lot of attention. It's only been what, like five years? That was, yeah, 2010 they announced 10. it, 11 when they actually, or I think the yeah. last shows might have been in 2010. Okay. It, it was actually, it was 11. 20, yeah, well, 2011 right. was the 2011, last happened, like yeah. mid-2011. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so like five years. Um, so I think that might actually be like, there, it hasn't been long enough that people have forgotten. Mm-hmm. They still have like the old fans. They probably gained some new fans right around that time. Yeah. Um, but then the, the sort of counter argument to that is they didn't stay away long enough. So the demand isn't, you know, people won't be as excited as they may have been. I actually don't feel that excited, and I was a big LCD fan. The oh. thing is that, like, they really never, definitely never released a bad album, and hardly even a like a subpar song yeah. across three albums and numerous singles that weren't mm-hmm. part of the albums. So even if it's even if like that special thrill isn't there for LCD, I feel like we're still just gonna get a really damn good album. I agree with sure. that. Even the, the Christmas song was really good that they put yeah. out over yeah. Christmas. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Yeah, it's like I don't think it'll. I think it'll probably be an excellent album, especially since like they are choosing to put like James Murphy made the deliberate choice to like put himself through all of the like yeah. the backlash just to release this music. <laughs> it's gotta be pretty good. So I'm not doubting that. I just my my, my own personal fandom. Like I'm not as like I'm not like counting down the days yeah. yeah and I also feel like when a band the level of LCD goes through with it and announces yes we're reuniting we're touring we have an album mm-hmm. they probably have a decent amount of that album done already to, yeah. you know That's to right. have the confidence to say yes we're doing it we're, we're all in with this we're they've got some, <laughs> some, yeah. some tunes yeah. you know yeah now when he says he wants a hit is he talking like album or, or song think, or, or both Well, well I think and what this article calls attention to is that Drunk Girls was basically that play at having a radio-friendly single, right. and it did nothing. Right. I mean, and no LCD album to, to this date has sold more than 250,000 copies, which is not, you know, it's not a lot, considering the amount of attention they get. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a world where Lucky by Daft Punk was a huge hit on radio, LCD maybe at least if they could get something because even alternative has never really cared about them mm-hmm. yeah if they could at least get into there that'd be something to work with yeah yeah I, th- I think they could get into alternative I I have a tough time imagining James Murphy's voice on top 40 radio <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um... it seemed like you could say like okay Arcade Fire sorry I'll, I'll let that laugh run <laughs> um like Arcade Fire has been very successful album-wise, but not necessarily hit-wise yeah. or, yeah. or radio-wise. You, know, you know, aside from like the connection of them collaborating, it's a really good parallel. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and also it shows that even if you're not getting play on radio or big sales, there's still like levels to go higher and get more, more, you know, accomplishments in other places, which yeah. like Arcade Fire is done with like the Grammys and you know, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. bigger tours. And, Stuff bigger like venues, that. yeah. Bigger collaborations. Mm-hmm. It's just more media coverage. Yeah. I feel like it's time to talk Weezer. <laughs> Building it up. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. got to give it its proper introduction. Yeah. So, so Weezer has a new album out coming out on April first. Uh, 
It's uh, their fourth self-titled album. Uh, this one's the White Album, which uh, is uh, blasphemous, possibly, in its own right, uh, that they're calling it that. But uh, that's kind of exciting for, I think, a lot of people, first of all. A lot, a lot, a lot of Weezer fans. That's <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of Weezer fans <laughs> are excited that hey, yeah, you know, it's it's the new, it's the next uh, self-titled. You know, they haven't done this since uh, 2008, the Red Album. But uh, yeah, uh, this is their first uh, album. You know, kind of not really on a label. Um, they're uh, just kind of doing their own thing without, and I think and they're working with a uh, Crush Music. But that's uh, it's pretty much just Weezer, just kind of Rivers Cuomo, just Rivers Cuomo all. Rimos, Rivers Cuomoing all over the place, <laughs> uh, which uh, you kind of got with that first single, Thank God for Girls. And, uh, you know, which is just, you know, you ever, you ever want to be confused, read a lyric sheet, go to Genius and uh, and try to figure that one out. Um, but uh, they've released three songs so far, and uh, some folks are excited, and some folks are like, uh, you know, Pitchfork put out there with their uh, year end pool. Should Weezer. I forget what the question was, but it was basically just like, should Weezer stop? Yes or no? And uh, I think it was more yeses than noes. So I mean, the vibe I get from it is that they don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah, they're enjoying themselves. Rivers is in this, like, post, post, post-ironic stage of his life where he's just, like, going to do whatever he wants and please the people you, who still want new Weezer. Do you think, though, for, like, the hardcore fans, the fact that they're, like, releasing it as a self-titled and calling it the White Album, it is going to, like, <laughs> make make those fans feel like the sacred albums that they love have been, like, shit on? Or, uh. <laughs> like, is it, like, a little blasphemous? Well, I, I feel like they probably already did that I mean, I liked green. For some people, probably they did yeah, that green, and then like red. I don't know. Yeah, you, it's, it's kind of slowly gone a little down. <laughs> I think in terms of uh, how people have uh, responded to those uh, self-titleds. So, uh, so then they're just completing the natural trajectory. Yeah, possi- possibly, <laughs> possibly. I don't know. Like, I'll say this though: I loved, and, and I'll, this is coming from a Weezer fan who I like what I like from them, but I can definitely sit here and say they have made some some shit. Uh, over the last like ten years, especially, but uh, I really liked the last one. Uh, Everything will be all right in the end, and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people saw it as a return to form mm-hmm. in a way, and uh, a lot of people also saw it kind of as a bit of a pandering thing. Like, oh, River- Rivers has been asked for like this Pinkerton album. Oh, you want another Pinkerton? Okay, here we go. You know, I'll give you one of those. And uh, it, I mean, it did fine. It was critically, you know, critically did pretty well, but didn't sell amazing. You yeah. know, it did fine. Mm-hmm. And so now some people are kind of wondering, like, oh, is Rivers just kind of like, oh, it didn't, it didn't do as well as, you know, maybe he's hoping <laughs> he's going to go back to this. And <laughs> it's hard to say because I think um, the second song they came out with, uh, Do You Want to Get High, a lot of people really dug that. And I think a lot of people thought, I, I saw a lot of people online thinking, like, okay, well, they still got it in them. All mm-hmm. right, we'll see. You know, we'll see. So um, Yeah, and also with, like, the, the goofy stuff, some of the stuff that you said was really bad, I feel like it's just so hard to tell when they're being serious and what their sense of humor is like where do you draw the lines and the sarcasm like do yeah. you even with his twitter persona with rivers on twitter i take he's, it you you're familiar with he's him he's gotten pretty pretty weird he's, on twitter yeah really. he's, he's strange <laughs> well i don't think we need to go down this rabbit hole on this podcast but if you have not experienced the rivers twitter go check out the rivers twitter um a lot, a lot of dad humor he's he's gotten pretty pretty 
dad. Yeah. Like, okay, dad. Check it out. Write a think piece for yourself on when you think he's being ironic, when you think he's being serious. Try to kick that around your head for a while and see where you're at. And get back to us. <laughs> let's let's say on this tip of, of uh, nine artists that's rock artists started in the nineties, go to some radiohead. And uh, I feel like this the new album could drop at any time, maybe like decent chance it even drops by the time you hear this podcast. Who knows? The the It could be during Jonas, not pre or post. It could have already it could have already <laughs> dropped. We're yeah. like in a soundproof, We're in fancy a <laughs> studio right now, getting the acoustics just right. We're cut off from the outside world. I don't know, but uh, the news that dropped out with the the Radiohead was that on the the press release for Primavera Sound Festival in Spain, where they're playing in a couple months, buried towards the bottom of the press release was like UK band Radiohead will be presenting its so far untitled new album at the festival. So everyone's like, all right, that's in June. There will be an album sometime before then. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sam Smith is excited. That's all I know. Just kidding. He's not. That didn't <laughs> land. <laughs> Reference to I missed when that. Sam, reference to when Sam Smith threw shade at Radiohead because they picked oh, his the... Bonds theme and not Radiohead. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I think the world's ready for some new Radiohead. So, you know, that's exciting. I'm with it. I bet, like, I, I, what I thought was funny about that press, press release was, you know, like, they present their new album. So, like, does that mean they're going to... It'll debut there. It'll debut there. Like, it's like, okay, this is our new album. You know, this, you know, eight, nine track album or whatever. We're going to play it start to finish. And, uh, you know, right after Primavera, hey, it's up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm curious about how how that's going to go, if that's if that's what they're planning on doing or if it's going to be more of a, okay, here we go, it's out, and then, you know, present the new album as in. I hope they the do something out. weird with it. Yeah. Like they, they, mm-hmm. they present it in a weird new way. They're good at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are. They are those those radioheads. How did how did Tom York Tom York did that album like was it last year and he, he released did Tomorrow's Tom, Modern Boxes. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Tomorrow's Modern Boxes. It had it contained one of my favorite uh, song titles of the past several years. There was one album cut called quote There is no ice and then in parentheses for my drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh. Probably has to do with um, 
uh, global warming probably and the polar ice caps probably if you if you really dig into those Tom York lyrics. If you want to be serious, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> serious issues. But another again another rabbit hole I do not want to go down into in this podcast. So uh, let's uh, let's go back and play some of that Weezer. Let's let's give the people a little bit of thank God for <laughs> girls. So I want to bring up who are most likely both releasing albums this year, and they kind of go together because they collaborate together. It's M83 and The Killers. You guys excited at all for those? Oh my god, the M83 album, the last one, was just tremendous. Hurry up, we're dreaming. Tremendous. And I think it's funny about that album in, so far is that, you know, um, he called it uh, very epic and I'm like, oh, so, you know, a normal M83 album. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what else do you call it? Like, you know, but also quite different, I guess he also said from, from the previous one. So, so it's me mm-hmm. epic, which is normal for, for you, I think, at mm-hmm. this point, but also quite different. I'm like, oh, well. I'm- as long as there's some rock sacks, um, oh, I'm, I'm yeah. here for it. As rock long as there's some, some sweet rock uh, 2011 sax. was such a great year for sacks. It was the year uh, of the sacks right there. Yeah. But um, no, that that album's gonna be great, and you know, because they had, they had like a little hit on their hands last time with Midnight City. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, shout out to the Fault in Our Stars, uh, oh, yeah, s- that's right. s- sister franchise, you might say, using that song very prominently in the film. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I just want to know how many songs off this new album will get used in uh, movie soundtracks. Uh, because, like the, the, or, or not even movie soundtracks, the trailers. I, I feel like <laughs> stuff from that last album just got used in like the trailers. Oh, yeah. Just like, like it became that new, you know, like when uh, the Dark Knight, I think it was, came out and it was like a bong, you know, like that big blast of whatever. Or maybe that was in Dark Knight, maybe this is Inception. Anyway, and then I feel like M83 replaced that with just like that, you know, that I, th- I think the song on the album is just outro. And like, you know, that was like the new sound that you heard in like all these trailers. It's like, like it's a team movie that's going to have some emotional apexes. Yes. This will be the soundtrack of it. Get ready. Absolutely. And of course, he, uh, he's also been doing soundtracks lately mm-hmm. and uh, really like scores, especially. And they, they sound great. So it's been nice to have those to kind of tide you over um, while waiting for this album because it's been, you know, five years now since uh, Hurry Up, We're Dreaming. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 pumped for sure. Yeah, and I brought up the Killers too because they've collaborated with M83 with Anthony Gonzalez in the past, mm-hmm. and there are bands that I would say, both critically and commercially, has been had some diminished returns. They've had four albums to date. Over the third and fourth album, things have kind of been going on that downward slide. But I think yeah. like if they if they make a certain kind of album. If that's what they're into, and they pull off a certain way, they could make a little comeback. Because if they embrace their dancey side, you know the hot fuss era stuff. Yeah, I could see that winning some people over this year, for sure. And I really liked uh, 
Brandon Flowers' solo album. Last I was just year. Gonna say that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think uh, that definitely showed me that, like, you know, all right, mm-hmm. Brandon still got some stuff. He's, he he's, does. He's, no, he's, he does. Uh, you know, so. You know, obviously this is not a Brandon Flowers solo album by any means, but, but yeah, I, if I he think, brings that sound yeah. underneath the killer's name, which people are more familiar with, exactly, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's like I think Hot Fuss is a hit rock album that's aged really, really well, mm-hmm. and the last album they did, Battle Born, was a little bit more of in that Sam's Town vibe. Yeah, for sure. More, more of the um, the big rock sound. So if he's into bringing the synthesizers back, I feel like Killers could have a sneakily good 2016. We'll have to see. Yeah, I'm down with it. Yeah. Let's play, let's play a little bit of what I'm talking about here. Let's do some, uh, I'll bet Jenny was a friend of mine. A real, real deep cut from way back. It's <laughs> the best one on that album. <laughs> So a couple of my personal favorite artists who I think we don't know for sure, but if I had to bet on it, I would bet yes, will come out with new works in 2016. First one's Vampire Weekend. And I say this because January 1st, Ezra Koenig tweeted 2016 colon Vampire Weekend. Mm. So maybe that means... That. He also takes to sometimes, you know, saying that he'll never play music again. Yeah, <laughs> so I true. wouldn't really believe <laughs> anything. Maybe he was just saying that the year is 2016 and he is member of a project called Vampire Weekend. He's just stating those facts, mm-hmm. putting them out there. Yeah. So that <laughs> could read happen. what you will. Yeah. That, yeah, but um, I'd be I'd be here for that. Yeah, it could it, like they they've have not put out any Vampire Weekend music since uh, Modern Vampires of the City, which was a fantastic album in 2013. And they've spoken about how their first three albums are very much this trilogy. The fourth one will be a new thing. Rostam, who writes writes all the songs with Ezra, has done a lot of production and solo stuff. More production, not as much solo stuff, but some. And... it's really, really exciting for me to think about the directions that they could go in. Yeah, for sure. I wonder when it, if it's going to happen, when it will happen, because like you said, Rassam's doing solo. He's releasing albums or songs right now. Uh, and then um, Bayo's got his own thing going on, too. He's actually got a single at Alternative Radio right now. Oh, really? Um, it hasn't hasn't hit the chart yet, but it's been like right, under. right Saint below. Lucia. Buds yeah. Saint Lucia. But like, right now. But, but, but like with Bayo, the song's called Sister of Pearl. That song is so good. Yeah, it's right below. Like it's the first song that isn't on the chart pretty much, I think. Really? Yeah, wow, so I had no idea. Yeah. Because the album dropped maybe, over the summer. Yes. And he was on the podcast. I've got Shout an idea out. for them. I've got an idea for them. Release also release a Vampire Weekend album at the same time and then go on tour and open for themselves. Oh. Uh-huh. Pull that Atlas Sound Deer oh. Hunter trick. You get, like, you get like a Bayo set and a it's, Rostam set it's before much, Vampire. It's very economical. You'll save money. Yeah, you do two little <laughs> yeah. mini sets and then you, yeah, there you go. Hey, if they're down, I'm down. I'm 20, <laughs> I think 2016 goals. You fueled my fantasies for 2016 for the, the dream tour. Oh, 
speaking of dream tour, <laughs> can I just talk about how if M83 and St. Lucia had a tour, <laughs> I would like log off the internet for a couple days and just and just cry. Kevin would and then quit. Come back and he'd, yeah, he quit his job to like follow them on tour. Oh my god, that's all I would do. It's like, I'm going to cover this. How many synonyms for the word epic can I find? <laughs> Thesaurus.com. Oh, God. I just, one of these days that's going to happen. And oh, you'll never hear from me again because I'll be done. That's like I'll my um, my fantasy Spoon Deer Hunter tour. Mm. Ooh, that'd be good. That'd They've be played good. together before, but I haven't been there. And the, the last one I wanted to call it sent to is Paramore. They have not come out and said that they're releasing an album this year, but Haley Williams said recently on Twitter that they're writing it, which as I've indicated before, I tend to think that when the artists go outside of their inner circle and just put stuff out, they're like, oh yeah, we have music, that means there's usually a good amount already. Yeah, that's that tends to be right. Unless yeah. you're Rihanna. Well. Unless you're Rihanna. <laughs> well. um, is, is, is Haley the last original member of Paramore in the band now? Yes. yes. There's okay. only two full-time members. It's her and Taylor, the guitarist. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, last time they had sort of an all-star studio cast, right? Their, their 2013 album. They had like Alan Rubin, who is drummed for uh, Nine Inch Nails in the studio and live. So they've, they've got their people. Mm. You know, even though like you see, oh shit, they're down to two. It's like they're they'll be all right. They'll be yeah. all right. Hey, look at Panic at the Disco. They're down to one, and they're doing just fine. So, and you know who Paramore is co-headlining a tour with this summer? Uh, or no, or no, no, you know who? Oh, 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 who Panic is co-headlining? Yes, a tour I with. do. Yes, yeah. Panic. Yeah, the Panic Weezer, Weezer tour. going on there. Absolutely. Down. Yeah. Down. Things to be excited for, guys. What, what is? Is there anything else we haven't touched on? What are you guys super super? Zane, where are you? Zane, what is oh Zane I need you. The, the dude's ratio of cover stories on major magazines. Shout out to Fader too, not just Billboard. Well, yeah, Zane, to stop. Songs. Zane, not- I have a direct message for Zane. Sorry, <laughs> I would like to address Zane directly. Stop covering magazines and give us some music like work on the music stop it's focusing, all about the music stop focusing I want to hear the, the songs the, <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to the days when it was just like all about the music yeah. that's what you're saying yeah man yeah. <laughs> we didn't really we didn't talk about Paramore was like the only female band we talked about mm, that's true well hey I like Lucius a lot a lot this I just next, heard um, the new single from Born Again Teen yeah uh, that song. That's I, an awesome. It's a song. really good song. Yeah, I said the other day. That's a song. I think. I think it's my favorite song right now on uh, alt radio. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, Eleanor Freeberger had an album came out today. The day that we're recording this, it's twenty second. Chairlift's album came out today. Yeah. Shout out to that. That, yeah. that I think is my the first great album of the year for my pick. First mm-hmm. great one. That was really great good. One. Yeah. If it's anything like the the songs they released before the album came out. I'll yeah, probably back so you up on that. Yeah, I haven't listened is. to it yet, but man, yeah, like what's just crying in public is uh, is my jam. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Although crying in public, I'd say is the one that sounds most like the old album. Oh yeah. So have hmm. to see how kind right. of the new chairlift wins you. Mm. All right. Yeah. I'm, it's I'm excited. More, it's a little bit more groovy. When I'm when I'm snowed in from Jones this weekend, I'll uh, 
Check it out. <laughs> Seriously. Yep. Yeah, I think what we all want is to not be snowed in this weekend. No, I'm I'm here for it. I'm yeah, here with yeah, it. yeah. I'll enjoy it. I'm prepared. It's it's not that. Much. I, I don't even feel like it's that much snow, but that's just that's just Ohio talking, I guess. Yeah. So 2016 feel like good amount of what we talked about has a good chance of coming out and being hopefully pretty good. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's probably gonna be a lot of stuff that we do not even know about right now. This is just like looking ahead. Looking yeah, to the we'll look back ball. on this and laugh. Oh, they we <laughs> just we didn't even know about. There never was X, a storm, X, Jonas. X Buzz Band. <laughs> I uh, I listened to you uh, your guys's uh, 2015 one. Um, oh man, what did morning. we talk about? And you guys were like talking about Grimes, and you're like, oh, I don't know if Grimes is going to come yeah, out. Yeah, Emily, you were and kind of like doubting the Grimes. You were like, yeah. I, I was. I doubted the Grimes. Bothered. I doubted it until I listened to it, and then I was wrong. <laughs> album of the year. I'm sorry. It was my album of the year too. So good. Come on, Emily. It wasn't my album of the year, but um, Kill V Mame was yeah. probably oh, my yeah. song so of good. the year. Watch that video if you. That video so yeah. good. Watch that uh. video. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So in another year, I'll look like a fool again, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. The, the thing that I'll regret is not being excited about LC the Sound System. Probably. <laughs> when, yeah, when, yeah, wait, yeah. when James Murphy's voice <laughs> is all over. Yeah. Top 40 radio. <laughs> Car stereo the in new, America. The new the new Get Lucky uh, Disco Jam. Nile Rodgers hey. laying down. It I'll be, happens. I'll be, I'm, at a I'm wedding. Here for it. I'll be at a wedding this summer. Just like, damn it. <laughs> uh, All right. Wait. Happy 2016, guys. This has been fun. Woo. All right. <laughs> So yeah, that is the show. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've learned so much more about the world of uh, the alternative songs, charts, and sales projections and deep Weezer facts than you ever knew before. I had a lot of fun talking with those people. And uh, yeah, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, new episode runs every Friday on billboards.com. Sometimes I'll talk to other writers. Most of the time I'll have a new artist on. So, yeah, keep it here. Billboards.com, Alton Our Stars, every Friday. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, and you totally should, you can click the iTunes link towards the bottom of the story. That's if you're viewing this on Billboards.com. If not, you can just search for the Alton Our Stars on iTunes. Go there. Also in iTunes, you can listen to archived episodes. So far this year, we've had Panic at the Disco and Downtown Boys on the podcast. Last year, we had Beach Slang, Bully, Health, a lot of fun stuff back there. So dig into that. And any feedback you have is also super, super helpful for the podcast, especially a star rating on iTunes. Very, very appreciated. So yeah, until next Friday, it's been a lot of fun. Have a good weekend, guys. Peace out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.